What is up, music junkies? Thank you for tuning in today. We have a very special guest with us, Sedate from Australia. How are you? I am so good and I'm very excited to be on the show. Very, very excited. I love what you guys do. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Really appreciate that. So the first question I want to ask you is how did you get started in music? Like, how did you find out that, hey, this is what I want to do and this is what I'm good at? Um, well, I've been writing ever since I was very young and I love writing poetry and things like that. Music came about when I was about eight. I started singing on stage. My family forced me to sing Indian songs on stage, which is really like, it's embarrassing. I would never <laughs> show anybody this, but um, it started with that. And as I got older, I was like, wait a minute, I can actually sing. I didn't know I could sing. I just, I, I realized that I could. And then I just, I fell in love with music and I fell in love with a lot of different artists, but my main genre was always R&B and hip hop. So I think I got inspired through that, but it was just by fluke, I think I realized. It was all accidental. <laughs> yes, it was. It, it absolutely was. And I only started making like beats and things like that two years ago. Before that, I kind of didn't have any faith in myself, to be honest. So it Ooh. came about quite strange. Well, so, who are some of your inspirations that you do have that you go to for like, you know, that you, you would you closely... i got Tupac there. <laughs> oh, yeah, hell no. yeah. Right. Cool points. That Tupac. I mean, that's my all-time favorite artist hands down and I, i've said oh, this a million times <laughs> i love him he is i've got tupac everywhere even in my house downstairs i got like tupac there as well so obsessed um and also left eye lisa left eye i love okay. her um and i loved you know like Aliyah. there's a new artist on town her name's banks which is not too new but have you heard of her she's called banks she's banks. one of she's one of my other favorites as well sounds familiar um I had a friend that was all up on her, you know, not like all up on her, but like she just really <laughs> dug her music. Um, yes. So they're my favorites. Um, and also, you know, you've got the J-Lo and I also loved like LL Cool J and anybody like West Coast, East Coast, that's the stuff that I love listening to. So as soon as you put on some gangster music, I'm like, yeah, that's my jam. All right. So, so you said you, you listen to gangster music, but your music's R&B. So what's your R&B inspirations? My R and B, oh, my R and B inspirations. Hmm. Well, Aaliyah was R and B, so yeah. she was one of my inspirations. Um, I would say, obviously, TLC. And when I saw them live, I think I cried for more of the time than enjoyed them on stage when they came to Australia. So they were my favorite because I think they were a mix. They were singing and rapping, and I and I love. They were doing. They, do, they were doing both the the hip hip hop and R and B style yes. pop. And I think that's what I'm trying to go for at the moment is rapping and singing at the same time which is what I did in one of my newest songs so I think I also loved you know boys to men and like I could pretty Ricky was one of my favorites as well oh my god um you, I, oh I, my I, gosh I, I, you're I, like I all played. over my 90s jams you know the cow. first the first CD I, I ever owned was a, a you know I, before before tapes I had tapes but the first CD actual CD that I had was the boys to men album the first Boy Cement album, I would bump that. I was I was so young. I would bump it and think I was like the coolest kid in the world. What about Coffee Brown? I don't mind them either. They're pretty cool. I, you know, it's kind of crazy. So you're you're talking about gangster, and I'm I'm trying to picture you like driving around town, bumping Tupac or bumping Notorious B.I.G. or whatever the case is. 
that's what I do. I'm not joking. That is literally what I do. Like I will, I'm Tupac everywhere. And as soon as I'm driving, my mum's sitting next to me a lot of the time. So you got my mum, my, my boo number one next to me and you got my boo number two. I'm playing him lo like as loud as I can. And people are just like, wait, what the hell? Cause you're hearing the amount of swear words that come out of like... Tupac now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just rapping along and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a normal scene, I think. <laughs> okay, makes sense. So, um, so we okay. So now we know what some of your inspirations are. What are some genres that you're just like er, er, pump the brakes? Country music. Yeah, of course. I can, I can do country music. <laughs> um, like nails on a chalkboard, eh? Lord. I, I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna torture me, you can play me some country music. And maybe, maybe also um, screamo music when they're screaming really loud. <laughs> oh, Mario, we're out. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, it hurts my ears. I'm just, I don't know what they're saying. And when I can't hear the lyrics, I'm just like, oh, I, I, I can't. It, it kind of gives me like a blood pressure. <laughs> my blood pressure starts skyrocketing. <laughs> no, that hey, that's what I listen to when I work out, though. You listen to that and it fucking hypes you the fuck up you know you're i'm like lifting weights that i could never ever carry <laughs> just because I mean, i'm so hyped tupac and outlaws when i'm when i'm exercising when i'm hitting the punching bag i think i've got some outlaws playing there and that that hypes me up but i couldn't not do the other two genres i think it's that mainly those two <laughs> okay okay so you said you started making beats two years ago. Do you make all your beats like every? Actually, tell me about your music. Is it all produced by you? Do you record? Do you make beats? What What do you do? So I use Logic Pro to make my beats. Ooh. I haven't been able to learn how to play instruments yet. I have a keyboard, but I find it very difficult to learn that. So, and I haven't been able to get a teacher because of COVID. So. I use Logic Pro and it takes so long to put the beats together and sometimes you know you have to chop it up and mix it up and but I only started doing that two years ago so I'm still learning and Logic Pro is really confusing sometimes. Well kudos you're doing fantastic from the way it sounds. Uh, my next question was how long did it actually take you just to, to release your your most recent album? What is that the Seductress of Success? Oh, so the, the Seductress is my, um, I guess it's, it's like a carry on from Sedate. It's like Sedate the Seductress. I don't necessarily have an album, but I want, I want to do one, but I haven't started doing that. So I guess I've been releasing my music one by like single by single is pretty much what sure. I've been doing because when you're working by yourself and you're doing everything, I'm, I'm writing, I'm making the beat, I'm trying to sing it in my tiny little room and I'm making the music, the video clips for it. Like I'm trying to put it together. It's so much work that it can get really like overwhelming sometimes. And so I don't, I, and because I do it all alone, I feel like sometimes I feel like, do I have enough guidance? Do I need more guidance? What am I doing? So I guess I never thought about releasing an album. And I guess I just kept dishing out song after song after song without maybe you could say proper planning or artist management but i wanted okay. to do things my way i find it difficult when other people control creativity you there's multiple ways to skin a cat i don't think there's a wrong way uh, so, have, I mean, have you ever considered going into like a full studio and having a producer help you have you ever considered that 
Yes, I have. Um, sometimes it's it's hard because where I live in Sydney, I'm I'm in the south coast. I am like so far away from Sydney city, and a lot of the good producers are up there. So I guess because of that, I am trying to learn to do things on my own. I wanted to be that person that did as much as they could by themselves because I feel like I, I hate I hate control. I hate not that not that I'm not one of those people that are like please don't ever tell me what to do. I'm not like that, but. I think I get nervous around people if I'm singing or doing doing something creative because I feel like I'm judged. That's so just I'm, vulnerability, man. That's all. I mean, obviously, it takes a lot to put yourself out there like that. But no, you're brave for doing it and you're creative and, and not just your music, but I, even your artwork. There's there's like a message behind it, I, I feel. Maybe I'm looking, reading too into it. I'm an overthinker. Hi. Um <clears throat> You're right. So, I mean, no, there's just a lot that it seems like you do put in your music. So you do have a lot of uh, interesting things. Because when I was going through that one, I kind of listened to a little bit of every every jam. And I'm like, okay. And then your artwork just kind of like matched up with it in somehow. And I'm like, okay. Well, you go you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I try and write about things that are personal or I've experienced. I find it difficult to write about things I haven't lived it's like me trying to write about living a gangster life and i've never done that so i just i, would, I wouldn't be able to do that i mean he's driving with tupac is that considered a gangster life no. i'm not sure <laughs> i don't know about that i don't think so <laughs> i'm just gonna go with no <laughs> but um i'm not sure if you saw i have two other songs that i put out and it was about my dad my absent father so that was probably one of the most emotional things that i've done but it's the only way i can heal is through music i can't heal mm -hmm. any other way like Sometimes going to a psychologist just does not help or seeing a counselor doesn't help. And then you channel no, that's it. Your, that's your positive outlet. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's made me very positive as a person where compared to what I used to be a couple of years ago, I wasn't like this before. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Definitely. So, so that's... where do you usually start with, um, sorry, Mario, no, go where do you usually start when you're writing your music? You Do you go with like uh like the verses first or do you go for a hook and then you kind of wrap everything else in around what you're trying to you know get your point or how do you do um to be honest it's quite varied sometimes i start off with something that sounds like a hook and i think oh my god this would be a good chorus and i have to like quickly sing it into my phone before i forget it and then there is literally no no specific way i mean sometimes i start i have an idea in my mind like with red light district it was like okay i want to do something sexual now how do i do it and then um, Red Light District came because I like the theme of the Red Light District. And I was like, let me talk about fantasies that people don't talk about. And one of mine was to be a poor girl. What would that feel like? Like, what, what does it feel like being one? So then I decided to do Red Light District. And it started with it started with the beat. And then I came up with the lyrics. All I knew was that the chorus was going to say Red Light District. And that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you'd meet new people every day, so <laughs> I mean, I'm never gonna do it. It's just a thought that remains in my no, brain. Yeah, we all we all have some of those, I guess. You know, I get it. Eh? This, is, cool. this is this is not that kind of podcast, Jake. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, you know, my I, I, my favorite music is R&B. I yes. R&B is. My favorite, you know, I love that baby baby making music, as some may call it. Ooh, okay. So, you know, I really, I really dig your music because of that. <laughs> um, let, let's talk about though, like, um, fuck your life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what you were going through and 
do you know what that song is about? That song is about my dad and how he was absent in my life. He never came and saw me. He didn't want anything to do with me. And around that time that I wrote that song, he had, I had spoken to him from, for the last time and I, and I knew he didn't want anything to do with me ever again. And I think I was just angry and I wanted to put everything that I had been, to, been through into one song. And it was, it was hard, but I was angry. And that's why I was like, fuck your life. I'm just telling him like, fuck you, fuck you for leaving me. Fuck you for not being there. He's remarried, has another daughter. Fuck your wife. Fuck all y'all is literally what I'm thinking in my head when I wrote that. But it took a lot of takes for me to sing it because I'd keep getting emotional over it yeah. as well. So it was it was hard. Um, I don't think he'll ever actually hear it. If he did, it would be great. <laughs> I don't think he'd like it very much. But um, that was that was actually talking about logic. That was the first beat I ever made, even though I didn't release nice. it. That was actually the first song I ever did. And for for that that type of song to be the first song, and it being about my dad, like you could tell that was me. That was me trying to heal. That was me beginning my healing process. So, but I didn't release it because it was too personal, and I was scared of what people would think. They'd be like, "Is this some crazy girl like, you know, talking about her head and what's wrong with it or something?" Let me so look I'm at Taylor Swift. You see stuff she's writing. <laughs> oh my god, that's a problem, sir. Every single song, every Sorry, Taylor, single song is about every single ex and everything she's been through. Oh, but. no, I don't write songs about exes, though, because I think they'll know that. I yeah, do. you don't want them to have that gratification. <laughs> Come the fuck off. Mm -mm. But um, it was it was the start of my healing process with him. I was trying to um, encompass everything I felt from his absence in a three minute song, which is never very easy to do. But I think I got most of what I wanted there, but how people interpret it, like what I say and how people interpret it, they're always two different things. So I'm not sure. That's why I wrote a really long story on YouTube about it, just in case somebody bothered to read it. <laughs> and it made sense afterwards. Yeah. Okay. I, it's a great well, you, song. You did also mention that you like have a bunch of songs that no one will ever hear about. How many of those do you have just piled up in the closet that just, oh, maybe one day we'll get to that. Uh, you know what I do? I do have about, so far, I think I've got about four sitting there. Okay. They're, they're like in the pile of, I don't know what to do with it, but I like it and I don't want to delete it off Logic Pro yet. So it's sitting in that I'm not sure what to do pile. So, and that's what happens. And most, and a couple of the songs I've released have actually literally sat there for like two years. And then I've been mm -hmm. like, okay, I'll do something about it. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get well, it. My <laughs> uncle uses Logic a lot for his music too. And um, it's, it's, it's really kind of difficult for me to wrap my head around because I use Cubase or I use FL Studio. You know, it's just FL Studio makes it a lot easier, but I think you're working with a Mac-based operating yeah. system, right? FL Studio, I think FL Studio is completely, like, 20 times harder than Logic. Really? Maybe, yeah. but once you learn all the plugins, it's like, dude, that is the most versatile tool I think every audio engineer should have in their, their, their repertoire. Because I've it's, seen it's FL Pro. Uh, what is it called? FL Tools. FL, FL Studio. Studio. I think they FL might Studio. have it for Mac. Oh, man, <laughs> no, I've, it's, never, I've never seen that. It, it's, okay. it's hard. It's hard. It's you it's, make beats. You you, you can get lost very in it. little audio. It's more more music production, but samples is what it's using. Yeah. Mm, I have literally tried to teach myself Logic, and it's been so hard because sometimes things don't make sense. 
and I'm just like, what the hell am I actually doing? How do I, how do I chop this beat? Or how do I find the instrument that I want to find? Because I don't know the name of the instrument. So it ends up taking me like half an hour to find it. (laughs) (laughs) It took me so long to figure out how to mix and master and I'm still trying to like get better at it. I have things in the back burner. Mario doesn't know yet, but I'm stuck. I started back again. I was planning to learn how to mix and master and I think I've given up on that part. I think I'm going to leave the pros to do that and I'm just going to do the rest of it because that is. No, yeah. I mean, definitely focus on the artistic side because, you know, that is, you're right that, you know, you're the talent and I think you do a great job at what it is. Um, But do you have anything new coming out uh, that you haven't talked about yet? Yes. I have a new song coming out. It's called. It was going to be called Enjoy the Silence, and I changed it to The Silence. It's about bullying and suicide, because I got bullied a lot when I was in school. And mm-hmm. um, still, I still have nightmares over it. I still dream about being in school. And I'm, I'm nearly 29. I've been out of school for like, I don't even know, what is it, 13 years or something? And I still have nightmares about how bad it was. And, and I used to feel suicidal. I didn't want to be in this world, because I used to hate everybody. Like, why are y'all picking on me? I haven't done anything. So... I'm finally going to release a song about it and trying to just get the message out there because bullying is just, it's not cool. It's, I just, I don't understand why people do that. I don't understand what you gain from making another person feel like shit. Yeah. So that, that's my next project. And it, it is not R&B. It is not rap. I think it's like soft rock or something. I don't even know what genre it is, but I think people are going to hear it and be like, Shalina's doing that. Are you making that beat too? <laughs> Sorry. Are you making the beat as well? Yes. Yes, I've already I've already made the beat for it's it and everything. Good. But um, I'm now going to finalize it, get it mixed and mastered, and start on a video clip. And I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's going to be something, I guess, dark themed, obviously. But um, I'm excited about that because I'm trying to make this month like a bullying awareness month, for my myself and my brand, just to talk about it because. I feel like it's a topic that we always need to talk about. I mean, if you need me to fly over to Australia and be in the music video, I, I will. I mean, it's, it's, no, it, 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 it won't be a problem. However, <laughs> <laughs> no, be in my clip, both of you. That'll be so cool. I'm down. <laughs> I recorded myself as well, which makes it so hard when you try and record it because you're like directing yourself. And the amount of times I like laugh at myself, I'm like, wow, that was so stupid. Or I fall over or I do something like <laughs> so unnecessary. So I want to ask you this. How are you marketing yourself? How are you marketing the music and yourself, you know, as in your socials and stuff like that? Um, I So Facebook, I have a lot of traction on Facebook with my like with my Facebook friends and stuff. So I market it there, Instagram youtube i'm trying to keep it authentic like i I haven't um i haven't marketed my spotify and my soundcloud too much to be honest and i probably should get onto that but because most most of my traction is instagram and facebook i I go there to market it and um i do get a lot of random feedback as well which is pretty cool it's pretty cool to hear what people think or some people are like oh i did not know you sing or i didn't know you looked like that and i was like what the hell does that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know, but I've had some weird comments. <laughs> what what's the weirdest comment you've ever gotten on your on a social God. network? And not just I about music, just the weirdest me. comment. Oh, about music. Doesn't have to be about music. It could be about oh, no. anything. Okay, well I've had people tell me they want me to have their kids. Um I've had people That's tell me 
sexual things that they uh, want to do to me. And I'm just like, oh my God. Or they'll make a comment about my appearance or my body or something like that. And I'm just like, what the hell? Or they're like, let's meet up for coffee. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. Why do you want to meet me? And then they don't even realize that I'm not in the same city as them. And I'm just like, what the hell? That is some, the thirst, hey, the yo, thirst is real. Picture that picky oh. <laughs> yeah. Or you've got those people that are like, hi, hi. Hey, every, every couple of months they say hi and you don't respond and then you realize when you scroll up they've been doing that for like two years and you're just like you're still oh trying. my god like you're still messaging me and i don't even realize it till i bother to go through it and i'm like wow then i think if i message back i'm gonna get stalked so then i still don't message back. no that's creepy you should never you should just block that person <laughs> bye so <laughs> that's what i look like no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's what hey. i look like <laughs> hey I, I would believe it bro i would believe it uh, Anyways, how did you come up with your name? The date? Yeah. Um, so that was before I started doing music because I write poetry. And I was like, I need a poet name. Everybody has some poet name. And I didn't want to be just Shalina. I wanted to feel like I was a bit, you know, up there, like elevated a level with a name, you know, like I was something special. And then I came up with sedate because in my mind i was thinking what do i want people to feel when they read my poetry i want them to feel calm relaxed like somebody can relate to them like somebody understands them then i'm like they want them to feel sort of like they're sedated and i'm like sedate sed8 and i'm born on the eighth and it just ended up falling into place i just went with it it was four letters it was so simple and it just became that that just became me and then I got it trademarked as well, so nobody oh, can take it. Nice. Okay. So are you char- are you charging us every time I say it? <laughs> I couldn't help it. I want to get sedate tattooed somewhere on me, but I don't know where because my arms have tattoos on it. So I just um, I keep checking myself out, like where should I put it on my body, and I don't know yet. So when did you add the seductress? Uh, last year. I, I was thinking, I was like, sedate feels too short and I need to put something in there. And then I just put the seductress in and then I liked it. So I just, I just, I went with that. Well, seductress of success for my business side of things, but I'd have sedate the seductress. I don't know. I'm hoping that it sounds tempting to people. I'm not sure if it does or if people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that was the goal. <laughs> I swear it sounds like, like, you know, one of those super hot characters on a video game or something. Sedate the seductress. That's what I picture. (laughs) I like that. I'm keeping it. You've inspired me to keep that now. I'm just going to go with it. You know, it is you. And like you said, you already have like your own story behind it. So I think that's what makes it the most unique. So good job on that. Thank you. Thank you. So what's your favorite type of poetry to write? Ooh. Ooh. I like to write things that might fuck with a person's head. Then they read it and they're like, is this about me? Who is it about? Or what the fuck are you talking about? I like to start that conversation and then people can make their minds sort of wonder. But most of my poetry comes from a place of darkness and I might try and put a twist on it, but I'm not sure, depending on how I'm feeling. A lot of my poetry came when I was drunk and it just sounded so much better in my mind when I was drunk. So, and then I saw it the next day and I was like, oh, I don't remember writing this. But I, <laughs> oh, I need to fix that cadence. It's happened many times. It's like that you feel things so deeply when you drink, and then when you sober up, you're like, "Was it really that?" 
that or was I really that emotional? I don't know. That's not a really good way to market myself, is it? Like, hey, I'm sedate, the drunk poet. Like, that's what that sounds like. <laughs> the hey. drunk seductress. Honestly, though, you know, that, that drunk mind speaks a, speaks the truth. Yes. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's the proper way to say that. <laughs> English, so English is hard. But No, that's so good. That, see, that put a positive spin on it. Now people will be like, oh, she was so honest when she wrote that, which I was, of course. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's, when, that's when you feel like you're... <laughs> you know, I've gotten the most feedback from drunk people when, you know, about anything. That's when they talk the most shit because they're, that's really what they think. Or that's when they are able to tell me that they love me because... They're so vulnerable. <laughs> I fucking love you, bro. I fucking love you, man. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've heard somebody say to you when they've been drunk and you've been like, whoa. I love you. <laughs> Can I pee on your ankles? Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, wait, wait, I didn't hear that. What was that? I don't know if you wait, want to hear that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I think that's just, you'll you'll listen to it. Later on, when we release this episode, I don't know like, if you remember fuck? that Mario, but that was I, around the time you were around as well. I um, do not. And <laughs> I heard ankles. I heard ankles. That's the only word I heard. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't rewatch this and didn't hear what I said because it's 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 awkward. Um. Anyway, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So did you have anything um, like for your listeners that you'd like to say to them right now or uh, any news? Any news? Mm-hmm. Well, the news is that I am coming out with more more music and I'm going to be doing like my own little talk show as well. So I'm very excited about that. Um, it's going to be a reflection of things that we go through as a society or things about absent parents and its effects. So I'm trying to be that type of artist who's, multifaceted not just music but i do many different things because i feel like people limit themselves as to how much potential they have and i think i'm trying to show people that you can do things that seem so opposite and you can still be so successful like i do music but i also do resumes and i help people find jobs and they're so different but it's what keeps me going and it's never too late to start doing music i mean i only started when i was 27 so properly I mean, I just turned twenty-eight. I probably don't look it, but hey. No, I I feel like you got you guys look so young. I wanted to ask, and then I'm like, is that really rude? And I didn't want to be rude. No, that's see, it. that's what he and I were talking about. I'm like, I want to like ask her, but I don't know how she'll feel about that. But you're you said you're almost twenty-nine, so I'm like, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I was gonna say like twenty-six, twenty-four. Oh, I'm I'm hope I'm trying to stay forever young, but I, I don't know <laughs> if that will. That will happen. I mean, I don't think I can be 50 years old and being like, I am the seductress because people will be like, get the fuck out. <laughs> hey, there is an actress. I figured her name. Uh, what was it? Selena or something like that? Mario, help me out here. Selena what? Uh, Hispanic actress. Uh, I think her name was like. There's a Hispanic singer, a Mexican singer called Selena. Is... I don't know if that's the one, but she's like in her 50s and she looks like. Oh no, she passed away. She's when she thirty. Was it's like two. What are you talking that? about? I can't think of her right now. I'll have to pull her up and look. Hold on. Well, look at J Lo. She's what in her mid fifties, and she looks like she's fucking twenty five. Oh, I, I I just I admire people like that. It's just like you you can get you can get people of any age 
so around how old how old do you think i am honestly um so i was trying to stalk you like before i got on this <laughs> figure it out as well i was trying to and i was watching like videos and i'm like i don't know how old these guys are you guys look like mid 20s like early to mid 20s was what i thought i'm i'm 27 28 this year uh, i was close but you mate you guys look you guys look very young so <laughs> So when you're when you're like 40 you're only going to look like you're 30 probably so it must, it must be the jeans is it the jeans i don't know my jeans are pretty tight just kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the skinny jeans it's not my jeans it's not my family jeans it's my skinny jeans that make me look young <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and, awesome. and of course i was gonna take that the dirty way i'm sorry my mind is like completely in the gutter always Whoops, i'm sorry well, you're a sedate, the seductress. Of course, it's in the gutter. Yes. <laughs> yes. At least she has a dark sense of humor. Yes. I like it. Hey. What did you say? Sorry. Oh, I said, at least you have a dark sense of humor. I like it. That's funny. Um, well, that's, that's the thing. Like, in my culture, we don't talk about sex and taboos and all that. So it really frustrates me when I can't talk openly. So I try and do it through like music and other channels, things that I can't talk about. So how, how, how is it, how do your parent or your mom, how does she per perceive your music? How does she see it? How does she feel about it? She has she heard like, it? She doesn't properly listen to it. So if I'm talking about anything sexual for her, it's just like, oh, it's just a song. Like she, she won't read into it or, or be like, Shalina, what is this? Like she won't say that. So I'm like, thank God. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm telling you, if this was other parents, other Indian parents, that not, I wouldn't even be allowed to even write such a thing. Some Indian parents are that strict. Oh, you would have so, an arranged uh, marriage in no time <laughs> if that were the case. Oh, no way. I shouldn't uh -oh. say what I'm about to say, but I don't think I'm, I'm not very excited about, you know, somebody coming straight from India and me marrying them because hey I'm, I like this know, guy <laughs> y'all are getting married keep him around I, I can't okay, do what that. The hell? my mom doesn't believe in arranged marriage at all thank god good in fact she's more so like just don't get married because you just stay single it's fun that way so I'm a bit Shit. torn between you don't you don't need a man no your mom sounds smart that's for sure or a I woman mean, sorry I didn't mean to assume Hey, we can roll both ways, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens in Music Junkies stays in Music Junkies is saying. That's right. All the secrets are coming out right now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, I, I don't have that pressure. But uh, I mean, obviously, a companion would be nice. I mean, it does get lonely sometimes. Lonely on top or on the bottom? Um, Power. On top? Can I go with that? So who who would you love to make a song with? And let's say in the R and B world, R and B, just R and B, weekend. not not some the weekend. The weekend. That was fast. <laughs> oh, uh, as soon as you said it, I was like, imagine him like he is just sex on legs sometimes. <laughs> is it his voice? Is it him? What is it? It's definitely not his haircut. No, he, no, no. he has okay hair now. He has he has a okay little fro. It's kind of clean. Before, I mean, it was. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can't say I'm a, I'm a, I was a fan of that haircut, but I guess that's what um got him his. Got him that's his how I remember him always. I can't. I think it's his, his 
his voice, like the style of music. Like you always want to fuck to that. I feel. I Not swear, also. I swear. When I heard, when I first heard the weekend, I was like, he sounds so much. And I'm probably, people will probably think I'm crazy for this, but I thought he sounded a lot like Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah that high really Michael Jackson like voice. He does. I love. I love. I love it. I love the weekend. Weekend's one of my favorite artists. You and like Michael Jackson as well? I, oh, it's Michael Jackson. Who doesn't like Michael Jackson? Oh, there are some weirdos out there who don't like him, and I find that very strange. If you're <laughs> if you're into music, if you like music and you don't like Michael Jackson, you're a poser. You're fake. Come on. You're a poser. You're Michael. mainstream. Get lost. <laughs> you're full of shit. You guys are fucking assholes. Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, no, I Michael... would love to like, do a remix with Tupac like a song of his with mine. But I just, I feel like if I did that, if I fuck up even one, a half a percent, yeah. that is getting over. That's, it's what, it, honestly, that's what I think. Cause there's people that have remixed like Michael Jackson songs. There's people that have remixed, remixed Notorious B.I.G. songs. I'm like, oh, if you like, sometimes they're the shit, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're the, sh they're the like they're complete shit. And I'm like, you, I, you can't really take someone with, like them and remix their music because it's, Try to it's too to hard it's too hard you'll never compare it to someone you know no up there. absolutely so i think that dream just remains in my mind maybe one day but i mean i see tupac everywhere at night and you know you know what song i would remix from tupac is uh keep your head up yes but i would make it i would make it more of a hispanic type of keep your head up even though keep your head up it's kind of like open to like all you know all nationalities all ethnicities um because it's just talking about how females aren't you know are you, you know so oh. you know i'd kind of make it more about the hispanic you know life and here in 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 the states but it's just that's the first song that came to mind when whenever i think of like remixing one of theirs yeah I, I started listening to Tupac because I, when I read about his story, he's, he didn't have a father. His father was absent and his mom was a single parent. And I think I started resonating with that a lot. And especially because he's got songs about that as well called Biological and Papa's Song. And that was when it really hit me and I just bawled my eyes out. I was like, Tupac cares. Thank God. So Don't nobody just... else care. No, nobody. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I think that was what really attracted me to him and so i grew up with my, my brother listening to tupac that was like that was his life you would go in his room just like you posters everywhere tupac and my brother's nine years older than me so you know we had a big gap so i was like this big and he was you know almost a teenager and i would look up to him and i would listen to the same stuff he did and just tupac just this you know he was everything <laughs> stuck Bye confession i started listening to tupac because i was trying to impress someone mm. that's how that started oh. but then i grew to love him okay but i haven't told anybody this until now well all the freaks oh. come out on on music junkies so. <laughs> all the secrets come out <laughs> yeah, secrets we don't even we don't even got to get you drunk to spill the beans <laughs> damn i drink to that <laughs> My friend wanted me to download Tupac music for him. This is going back when there was no iPods and no none of that. I started mm. downloading and I'm thinking wire. I was... Sorry. Yes! LimeWire! Yes! <laughs> oh my god. You're taking me back to my... Nostalgia. Jeez. 
Peppers. And I started downloading all these songs and I was like, how many fucking songs does Tupac have? And it just kept going on and on the amount of songs. And then I gave it to him and I started trying to be cool because I liked him. And then it started from there, what turned out as a crush on him. And then I ended up loving Tupac instead. But I mean, even then you downloaded that LimeWire day. So you were very young already. You were, you were like a preteen to teenager, right? I was about in the ninth grade. What would that make me like? Ninth 14? grade, you were 14. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still, that's still young. People are still discovering what they like at that age. So it's not like you, you know. A lot, of, a lot of the music I listened to was to impress, you know, the girls or a lot of the stuff that I did was to impress girls and I'd learned to love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what happened with me. Oh, I don't feel so weird anymore. <laughs> I'm sure Jake, I'm sure Jake picked up a guitar to try to write a love song. Dude, for that was girl. my bread. Water in elementary school, through high school, um, you know, I mean, but then <laughs> yeah. you have to beat him beat him down because you know you start getting hoarded by them all oh shut the fuck up. Hey, everyone knows the frontman gets the most ladies at a show okay? I, or, I mean that was that was pretty true for me do you play drums does anyone play drums because i find that so sexy when i see men playing drums i'm like whoa what do you do with your hands <laughs> <laughs> what can you do with your what can you do with your hands your tongues your <laughs> your everything <laughs> at the wow. same time say what I was thinking out loud oops <laughs> I'll bleep that out so here I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a music recommendation if you like R&B and you like that baby making music this is yeah. a artist that me and my girl listen to and you know that we, I've seen personally like three or four times his name is Somo oh, have you heard I, of him yes I like that dude. Yeah, so he's from Texas and he makes baby making music. He makes like a little bit of like R&B. He has a little country spin because he's from the country, but it's more R&B. And I, that's the song, that's the music you fuck to. What a song called Ride, I think. Ride, yeah. Yeah. Is that the one? Yes. Brownie points for me. Yeah. Whatever, I, she was searching on her computer, it don't count. No, I'm just <laughs> so mo, just real quick. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, God, real quick. I, I talk a lot of shit, my bad. No, I enjoy it. It's fun. I enjoy being able to be my authentic self because you're non-judgmental. I like non-judgmental. Oh, no. No judgments here. And don't think you're weird, but if they do, they won't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you're a lot weird, but it's fine. We're all a lot weird. It's it's totally fine. We're all a little weird. Excellent. <laughs> so, what it, what it, you know? What is your ultimate goal in music? My goal is to continue to do things myself and not have to rely on other people. But I guess it's more so to reach people who have been through things in their life, like domestic violence. Um, I'm writing a song about that because I face that as well, fatherlessness. So just any type of social issues, I'm trying to turn that into a song so that it's, I guess, a creative way to channel it and for people to relate to it. So I think that's my goal, to be the voice of the voiceless. I think mm. that's what it is, to you know, speak up and break the walls down about things. That's really my goal, not even in music, but in everything that I do. That's, in life. That's, yeah, that's my plan because I, growing up, I felt like I couldn't say the things I wanted to say and be myself. And now I've found my voice and it's like, you're not taking so that away. Powering. 
almost liberating. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like when you go through like trauma and bullying and domestic violence, that all that shit breaks you and then you find your voice again and it's like you're rebuilding you're yourself that away from me yeah. any, any, ever again. So that's actually, that's my plan to, I don't know if I can help people, but at least to, I don't know, empower them through music would be lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, that's all the questions I have. I do want to give you one moment of like kind of sell yourself to anyone that's listening that hasn't heard you or to anyone oh that God. does currently listen to you. talking about the her fantasy already, Mario. <laughs> Minus the fantasies. <laughs> I mean, if you want to throw those in too, uh, I'm sure they'll love it. So, um, yeah, oh, wow. floor is yours. What am I going to say about myself? So I am known as Sedate. I'm never hard to find anywhere on social media, on YouTube. My my music is an expression of myself. You're not going to get anything but authenticity from me. It's all about my journey and I want to share my journey with people. And because music has saved me from, you know, suicide and all sorts of things, I want to share that with people. So if you decide to get on board with me, you'll only be getting real and raw from me. However I am, what I am is what you're going to get. And, and I love to reach out and, and connect with everybody. So if you ever have a story to share with me or want me to write a song about something, I will dedicate it straight to you. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. More so what it is. Awesome. Well, again, thank you for coming on the show. It was a great time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Of course. Of course. Thank you so much. And again, you know, welcome to the Music Junkies family. If you need anything, feel free to reach out tomorrow and I, you know, we'd be happy to chit chat, talk, help you out, whatever. Yes. Hopefully we get you back on the show sometime in the future, but you know, just to see how things have been going. Yes, absolutely. All righty, Music Junkies. Well, that was, uh, she said her name was Sedate. Sedate the Seductress. Sedate the Seductress. Man, she was a feisty little ball of fun <laughs> yeah yeah she was great um she has great music and it's crazy i knew you know by listening to her music i'm not saying you know it's unprofessional or anything but you could tell she's putting her own heart and soul into it and she's doing exactly. everything I, I did not know about the beats though the beats are amazing i didn't know she made those herself that's, that's what i'm saying yeah. you know because when i listened to them you know the quality of them sounded good but i'm like you know i'm, I'm, I'm like did she is this a beat that she bought or did she that i swear i was wondering the same thing i was like oh i wonder because you know it's a good beat is she making this herself or what is she no doing? i mean obviously like even with her artwork that's on you know like with her youtube it, it all ties in together so she does seem like she puts a lot of thought into what she does um she doesn't have a problem showing vulnerability she has absolutely no filter i think she's awesome people and i do hope we have another opportunity to have her back on the show yeah, yeah, she's great. Um, I can't, you know, can't wait to, you know, talk talk to her a little more. Can't wait to talk yeah. to a lot of people. And I actually, I do want to announce this episode is that we have a, a reggae artist coming on the show next. Um, Ooh. Yeah, so I won't say who it is yet, but it is a reggae artist. It's a reggae band. They're trying to get the whole band into the Zoom. So maybe like four or five people. Um, but for now, we got the singer. Um, for sure, next week we have an episode, and we're gonna continue to bring episodes. It's been a little rocky, you know, COVID and everything opening back scheduling. up. So scheduling has been an issue. Communications, people don't get back to me, and it's just you know, it's just All a right. fucking mess. But you know, 
we're doing our best and um, I actually honestly I have about maybe five interviews scheduled already as crazy as it sounds you know we're not big but I have so many people contacting me to be on the show I have I think as of now about 25 messages of art up-and-coming artists small-time big-time uh, artists hitting us up because they want to get interviewed which is feels amazing to me and I thank you guys you know for helping us get to this point where artists really want us to interview them because <laughs> this is a great feeling I love what I do I love why I do it and I know Jake feels the same way you know we're so happy we're so happy that you guys have given us a chance to be your voice and you know get the information that you know sometimes you you want to know or sometimes you didn't you never thought you would get to know about a certain person or a certain artist i'm still learning shit about like music through all these other artists that we're having i don't know if you guys think as much into it as i do but i mean hey for what it's worth i enjoy it mario enjoys it we hope you do enjoy it and if you want to show your support even more i just said more even even more go to the website check out our merch um if if you like any of our t-shirts you know definitely show support by buying one of those and you know we'll definitely give you a shout out on the next show if you do purchase within the week uh today purchase purchase put us put it up on instagram tag us we'll promote it yeah we'll promote it on all our stories we'll even mention you in the next episode um and we don't just have merch we also have a support button on every episode at the bottom youtube in the description you could support and just donate five dollars ten dollars a hundred dollars and if you really if you want to see some titties jake will send you a free titty pic if you donate a thousand dollars just saying it may or may not be mine <laughs> for, for for reals uh we love you guys please stay safe and uh we'll be here next week later on music junkies